You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice, juicy little Thursday. So, record heat today. Yeah, people are saying record heat 84, 85. Wow. It's middle, October 13th. Middle of October. Crazy. Oh, we almost had an October Friday the 13th. One day off. Yeah. You know, because now we're getting into the spooky season. Like, they, their uh, new Halloween movie coming out, Halloween 17, The Apology. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis says it's her last, mainly because she'll be dead the next time they put another Do one out. Do they make any good scary movies anymore? Uh, yeah, I don't mind a good scary movie, and occasionally they put out uh, some good ones. I liked the last, I don't know if it's good, but the last Halloween they did, um, yeah. I thought was was pretty decent. Which, with, I forget what they call it. There's so many yeah, but of them. I, mean, original, I think like, that one was Halloween Kills, and then this one is Halloween Ends, if I remember correctly. Yeah, this is where she ends it once and for all, so, right? <laughs> until the next one and, and the one after that. And, I mean, come on. Can, can we come up with a new con? Like, I'm, talking, I'm saying new concept, something scary, like, wow, freaky. Well, I mean, anything? Jordan Peele has put out some, yeah. he's put out some, uh, some good ones. The, uh, I didn't like the last one he did. Uh, nope. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of that, but the one um, with the uh, like the taking people's brains and putting them in other bodies, I thought that one was was pretty good. Heredity was okay. There's been some there's been some decent ones, but I you know I don't know how many great movies or horror movies. I just go and it's like, did you come up with a fairly original plot that I didn't figure out in the first, like, 20 minutes? And did you give me a couple heebie-jeebies or a good jump scare or two? Isn't that the whole point of a good horror movie is just every now and then, like, you you know, you lose your popcorn. You have to grab onto the other person's arm. And occasionally you can uh, you can get some some decent ones. I'm just glad we got out of the era that seemed to make a, you know, all the scary movies, quote-unquote, which is like the torture porn. Yeah, like the hostile stuff. Yeah. That's, and believe me, no one loves unnecessary nudity in a movie more than I do. In fact, half the time I won't go see a movie unless I'm promised some form of up tops or at least some male frontal nudity. But some of that stuff that was in those was really, really um, just bad, like uncomfortable bad. The other one that I thought was pretty good is they did the the sequel to um, The Shining, uh, Dr. Sleep. And I thought that one was pretty, and that was with Ewan McGregor, and that was, I don't know, maybe five years ago. I thought that one was, was pretty good and was a little, uh, was a little disturbing. Hmm. The remake of the, the It movies, the, the last two that they did, uh, Bill Hader was in those. I thought those were pretty good. All right. So, and All right. Get Out's the one I was thinking of, the first Jordan Peele, yeah. which is probably my favorite 
like horror movie, even though it's not like a slasher film. That was probably my favorite that I've seen in the last <sighs> ten years. I saw Get Out. I didn't like that one. You didn't like that one? Well, I just thought the ending was dumb. Well, yeah, it's it a little dumb. Yeah, no, yeah. get but, out of here with that. Yeah, you got to again. It's a horror movie. You're not gonna get. You know, you're not getting Schindler's List, although that maybe is a horror movie of its own. Annihilation was really good. All right. That's a sci-fi horror film, but more mainstream. Natalie Portman. Well, I used to love the old horror genre. Oh, growing up, man, Loved I was it. all about like yeah. the Hellraiser yes. and Candyman, and when well, you had um, yeah, Jason, Freddy, yeah, Jason and Freddy, Freddy and all that. Dude, S was terrifying. Yeah, Exorcist, and I watched a lot of that stuff way too young. My family had a very um, liberal policy about what could and couldn't be watched. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff might have been a little too early for a you. Little too, a little too early. Are we learning? Are we getting a glimpse into why you are the way you are and why you've killed so many? I just remember being a little kid and and seeing a couple movies that kept me up for, you know, that kept me up for a little bit. To me, the Kruger was ter- Like, the Freddy Kruger one, I may have saw that too early, too, because that one stick, stuck with me. Yeah. Freddy Kruger. Uh, the... Uh, yeah, the glove. The glove. Hellraiser was mine. I know that's a, Ooh, that's not the most uh, like like well known, but Pinhead. No, they were terrifying. Pinhead, and that was the thing. Like Freddy Krueger to me was a little comical because it was kind of over the top. Pinhead was just yeah. was just wrong. <laughs> and I saw the Omen, and that messed me up a little bit yeah, too. That was a good one. And then I just kind of thought, like, and, you know, and I was raised in a religious family, and then the whole Antichrist thing. <laughs> He had a lot to work through. Like eight, nine-year-old me and should, now look at you. should not have seen The Omen. I really shouldn't have. All right, we have the top Halloween costumes of 2022 coming up in the club tonight. Uh, we will rock the bank at 530. I have put together four locks of Gibraltar today for you. <laughs> and, uh, oh, next we'll talk about the Dan Schneider dirt story. Oh, I, I need more of this. Just yeah. put it right, right in my veins. Uh, right now, the hot five at five. Oh! Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Uh, Masters Pete is in. He, he dropped Carrie. You remember Carrie? I remember Carrie. Yeah, and See, then um, Stephen King. Like those were yeah. good. that's back when they made like real good. It wasn't right. a horror movie. It was just a good scary movie. Yeah, and then um, of course The Exorcist was uh, yes was right. There. It's probably the gold standard. Which again, ten year old me probably shouldn't have seen, but you know, hey. we had the Discrambler on cable. That wasn't the worst thing I saw when I was ten. <laughs> Number five. All right, we do have some sports <laughs> tonight. Some college football for you guys. Uh, Baylor at one time was good. Yeah, we thought that. Uh, they are beating West Virginia tonight, seventeen to seven. They are in the second, late second quarter. Uh, they are back in West Virginia, um, but West Virginia threatening to score. Yeah, a little Big 12 football. BYU beat Baylor, and Baylor was like number 11th in the country at the time, so we all thought we were good. And then uh, turns out uh, we're not that good, and neither is Baylor. Happens earlier this right. season. It's funny how we view these. There's yeah. a lot of teams we view differently now. Yeah. Well, remember when Washington beat Michigan State, and we were like, oh, my God, you know, they thumped the number 10 team in the country. Michigan State sucks. You'd think we'd learn from all this. Yeah, Next yeah. year, be a little bit more 
even keeled, but we're not. No, I mean, the rankings are there. It's just that, that we uh, we take them a little too much on blind faith. Central Florida leading Temple 14 to nothing. Uh, the hockey season has begun. Yes! I don't know if you guys knew that. I'd give you scores, but I don't care. Number four. <laughs> wow, hockey rock. That hurts, man. Well, it's early. Like no, the NBA. No cracking scores? I'll give you a cracking score. Well, I don't think they, they, they don't play. They probably have They play gone. later. Yeah. Ooh, they're playing the Kings tonight. Big game. How about that matchup? Uh, Russell Wilson of the Broncos is uh, saying that his shoulder is getting better every day. Did you know he was hurt? Well, this is interesting because he came out after uh, we all started yelling about him sucking, and they, they leaked quietly that he was dealing with a torn lat. But then he, it wasn't really quiet. Well, I know. They leaked it so that we all knew yeah, that he was they, hurt. Yeah, was hurt. But then they said that it was a shoulder, and he went to L.A. and got a PRP injection into it. So which is it? Are you battling a shoulder? Are you battling a torn lat? Or are you battling both? And that's why you suck. He said his shoulder is getting better every day. Okay. But his lat is still torn. So if he if he plays great, then he's like, see, I told you. But if he sucks again, then he's like, oh, my lat. I hate that. I hate the, oh, my arm. Yeah, oh, my arm. I think it's broken. Dude, if you can go on the field and you've decided to play... Number three. There's no excuse. If you're hurt, sit down. Gary Payton, too, will miss the start of the Blazers' season. Yeah, the Mittens got that core injury, and it's uh, not, not quite right. So he will be, they say that he will be reevaluated in two weeks. The Blazers open next week, Wednesday, at the Kings. I'm talking about something that just, it, it happens every year. The NBA season sneaks up on me, and I just, I'm not ready for it. I got too much else going on. Well, we did determine that Sook's over-under bet on the Blazers is uh, 30, 38 and a half. Uh, 38 and a half. Okay. So I need, so we need 39. I need 39. All right. I'm not asking for much, Blazers. They could maybe get that. 39 wins. I'm confident. I'm confident. At least I was when I placed the bet. Um, yeah, that's number two. That's all for number three. Hey. Is that little cutie on the sideline? I think eight of the last ten years, the Blazers have hit the over on winter. I believe Kaylee Hartung is the sideline reporter for... Amazon. I'm in love. Um, just in love with the sideline reporter last week? Well, yeah, it's Krista Thompson. Yeah. She's, she's not the sideline reporter, though. She's the host of the Green Post in uh, halftime. You're just in love, with any, you're in love with any hot blonde NFL reporter? Well, those two in particular. Uh, I get look, it. Look, I fell in love a lot. You know, I'm, well, I just fell in love with Matt Eberflus. You know, I, I skew a little older. I'm still, uh, give me Sue's. What do you think of these bears orange? Sue's? Sue's who? Colbert? Hell yeah. That's, yeah. that's my gal. She's awesome. Well, that, you know. Who's my number one? Uh, Linda Cohn? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> what? Holly Rowe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she loves you. Okay, hold on. Number two. Commanders, Bears, Thursday Night Football. Okay, if you have to skip one this season, this might be it. However, uh, as Commanders owner Dan Schneider says... He has dirt on the NFL to the point it would blow up the league, several owners, and Roger Goodell. He is quoted as saying, they can't F with me. He has told associates he won't lose his franchise without a fight. One of his confidants claims that he said owners all hate each other. One veteran owner responded with, no, we all hate you. I love that we have this going on. And I, I we've heard this for years, that Dan Snyder, that's the reason no one tries to take him down. I want him to spill it. And, and Roger Goodell, what's Roger up to? Speaking of internet history, by the way, Carson Wentz, 6-0 with 15 touchdowns, two picks in his Thursday night career. He's Captain Thursday. Go Commanders. Who would have guessed that? Look at what the Bears are wearing. Are you down with that? The, uh, the or, all orange? I like the orange helmet. I, I, 
wish it was like with a different uni. Yeah. It's a lot of orange. Yeah, maybe the blue uni yeah, with that. Yeah, the blue uni or, you know, something different. But yeah, the orange helmet, I can dig it. I've never minded the Bears look. No, they got it's a, a good look. They got a classic look. Uh, one game on the diamond this Thursday because Indians-Yankees was rained out. Uh, it was Mariners-Astros, and um, it did not go well for your Mariners. They put up a fight, but they lost uh, to um, what do you call it? Uh, Astros. Four to two, and uh, that stupid Jordan Alvarez hit a two-run home run. That was the difference in the game. He hit it in the sixth. Yeah, and then uh, they walked him um, with a man on in the eighth. And Bregman singled in, just a tack-on run. And, you know, the Mariners had something cooking in the ninth, but hit into a, a, a double play and just, just bad luck. They're just a they're a, a dollar short against these Houston Astros. Luis Castillo, seven innings, three runs. Um, yeah, not good. They're down 0-2. But uh, the Sucanic brothers will be in attendance on a Saturday yes. for game three in Seattle, so they should win. <laughs> we will well, the, the, we were saying if there was a chance of them to clinch on Sunday, that we were going to have to foot the bill and just stay. But now there's no chance. So right. It will just be. Well, maybe you'll get a nice win. And I hope so. I mean, it'll it, be fun. It's the first game in 21 years playoff game in, in Seattle. I know some of the buzz is going to be gone now because you're down 0-2. And look, you're not beating the Astros three in a row. I just hope it's not. I hope that the, the, there's still juice in that building, which is the whole reason I want to go in the first there place. There will be. That should be an incredible environment, and I hope that the fans still well, bring it. Dude, they haven't had a home playoff game in 21 well, years. Well, I promise you, I will be drunk and yelling in center field, so let's it. go. All right, what dirt might Dan Schneider have? Let's get to that next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Well, it's about to get ugly with Dan Schneider and the other NFL owners, and it's going to be great. Well, it's been brewing for a while, and people kind of are like, why... Why isn't the NFL taking more action? When the story came out, because, you know, Washington's had scandal after scandal, you know, they had to do the whole hire Ron Rivera and hire a lady to be like their, you know, their president of operations. Dan Snyder 
technically not even supposed to run the team. His wife is while he's on some yacht, although no one believes that he's actually stepping away from the team. And then the, the story came out that he was cooking the books and hiding money from the owners. And people were like, well, that's the death blow, right? That's the death sentence. And nothing's happened. And so people are like, why? Well, this rumor has been going around for years that the reason why no one attacks him is this. And the story came out. It's a pretty detailed one about why apparently no one wants to F with Dan Snyder. Yeah, it's a long read, but man, is it worth it. And it's by, um, is it Don Van Nata? Uh, Right. That I don't remember. Yeah, it's like Wickersham, Van Nata, those guys. Yeah. And, um, yeah, here it is. Okay. So it's definitely worth a read. The title reads, Sources, Commander's Boss Schneider Claims Dirt on NFL Owners mm-hmm. and Goodell. Yeah, he's willing to go uh, scorched earth. And it was, it's written by Don Van Nata Jr., Seth Wickersham, and Tisha Thompson. And there's a lot in here. But basically what Dan Schneider has come out and said, and this is, this is well, he hasn't said this. This is through people who are close to Dan Schneider are mm-hmm. starting to leak info. Yeah. And they're saying that Dan Schneider is going around telling all his confidants, like this is this is kind of his mo. Is yeah. he he's done this against uh, to former employees? He hires private investigative firms and he has lawyers that dig up dirt on people that he needs dirt on, and then essentially blackmails them. And so what what they're saying now, at least confidants of Dan Schneider are are saying that he has instructed his attorneys to dig up dirt on NFL owners. Now this could me be a total bluff. Uh, because he knows that the NFL is closing in on him and the other owners don't like him and they're going to try to get him to sell the team um, or take the team away from him. So it could totally be a bluff. But Dan Schneider, you know, there, there are a lot of people who think he is not to be messed with because he does do this and he does have dirt and he will go to great lengths to bury you. And you know that the NFL owners, you know yeah. That there's some right. stuff there. Unless, if you're messing with Dan Schneider, he is going to drag you into the mud, yeah. and he will not go down without a fight because you have to remember, Dan Schneider bought the then Redskins uh, 23 years ago. He was the youngest owner to ever buy a team. He was 34, and it was his dream because he grew up a fan of that team. Yeah. He is, He's not letting, he this is go. not letting this go. And, and remember, they can vote him out. Yes. You need 24 votes. But Roger Goodell, remember back, Roger Goodell even said, he goes, people were grilling him about Snyder, and Goodell said, I can't remove him. What he didn't say was he can start the process, he can call for a vote. But Goodell knows damn well that he is not going to start that process unless he has 24 owners ready to go. 32 teams, take Dan Snyder out of it, right? Start doing some math. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's it's a good chunk. And so the question is, if Dan Snyder knows that you are going to vote against him and this process is going to be long and, and, and drug out, are you going to be one that ends up in the, in the crosshairs? Are you going to be the one? Because he has said, I am not going quietly. And you start thinking about what billionaire owners, and just think about the, the scandals that we know of from the, the likes of Jerry Jones or Stephen Ross. Like Jerry Jones is often or has been photographed with prostitutes. You start thinking about potentially just some of the things that you could assume. And, I'm, and, and then there's probably regular stuff like mistresses and maybe some abortions. <laughs> regular stuff. I mean, honestly. Oh, like, yeah, that's like, just I would, I would think massage parlors, hookers, abortions. I would think that's the easy stuff, right? I mean, you start getting into in some other stuff about Stephen Ross and tanking and collusion. 
Colin Kaepernick, things well, like that. You get into. I think the worst stuff for people is, you know, the racism. Oh yeah, and the sexism. Yeah. Well, those emails, right? The the emails that did John Gruden in. Yeah. Were racist and sexist, and wasn't it something like it was ridiculous? Like seventy something thousand emails were pulled, and that was between uh, the Redskins. Was it the Redskins team president Gruden, and there were some other people yeah, on it? Was it was one of the Dan Schneider's guys, and, Bruce Allen. Yeah, Bruce Allen. And isn't it convenient that 70,000 emails were pulled and the only ones that were leaked, and we know other people were on those emails between Bruce Allen and John Gruden, wouldn't it be fun to know what's on the other 69,000-plus emails? So when you talk about dirt, I promise you just in that alone that there are some emails and some text messages from some very white, rich owners that are going to make people very uncomfortable. Remember Donald Trump, fire those sons of bitches? You don't think some owners were texting back and forth, agreeing with him, and maybe using some colorful language? So according to Van Nata and Thompson and Wickersham, it reads, Schneider never says exactly what he knows, only that in his 23 years as owner of the commanders, he knows a lot. Vague threats. <laughs> and that in these zeros, well, that's why some people think he may be full of crap. Yeah. Um, but then it says, and that in the zero-sum world of billionaires, this is how you survive. Schneider recently told a close associate that he has gathered enough secrets to blow up several NFL owners, the league office, and even Commissioner Roger Goodell. He has said privately, they can't F with me. Senior team executives and confidants have heard him say it since he was considered merely one of the worst owners in sports. Now that he's facing investigations on multiple fronts and running out of high-powered allies, he's alluded more than ever to the dirty work. He, now 57, has told associates he will not lose his franchise without a fight, and that would end with multiple casualties. He recently told an associate the NFL is a mafia. All the owners hate each other. One veteran owner says that's not true. All the owners hate Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Something has to give, and it's going to be glorious if it gets out. Can you? Okay, so here's the thing. The owners, I think, are meeting next week, or maybe it's this week. I think it's next week in New York, okay? Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're going to talk about some stuff. Right. Oh yeah, and they're going to probably vote on some stuff. They're going to they're going to be in there talking, especially now with this story out. They're well, going to be talking about Dan Snyder. And Snyder's not there. Remember, he's suspended. He's somewhere. So, what are the chances of a leak about a, an NFL owner or Roger Goodell or someone to the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Wall Street Journal the day after these meetings? <laughs> What are the chances? I'm serious. You're laughing. I'm serious. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. If he has something, he's going to release a little nugget. Just a little taste. And he's going to be like, watch out, bitch. Little, that, is, that is a Dan Snyder power from his yacht in the yeah. south of France. He's like, run with it. Well, and this one will be something small. This will be hooker abortion. That's, that's my – it'll be something like that. You know, it'll just be like, hey, someone – another Asian massage parlor, Robert Kraft sort of thing. Just a little – just a little taste. Well, just, 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 you know what? A brush back. He's not going to hit anyone. He's going to buzz the tower at about 95. Just watch that, though. Yes. Watch when, when you get bad. Okay, so this is the news cycle we got to keep an eye on. All right. When you get bad Dan Snyder headlines. What comes out right after. Watch what comes out right after that. Because you have a very petty, very angry, very pissed off owner. Yep. That who's is, backed into Who's a backed into a corner. And what's the most dangerous animal? The one that's backed yeah, into that's a corner. right. And you brought up something very good there at the beginning of this. This is not a regular owner. This is someone whose dream it yep. was to not own an NFL team, to own 
this, this team. That's NFL his baby, team. and he plays dirty. And you're going to rip it away from him? Good luck. Well, I think it's going to be great. It's going to be <laughs> I am here for all of it. I got my popcorn. I don't think the NFL will, will I'm rooting him. for no one in particular. I just want to see blood. Remember, the NFL never, very rarely, does the NFL ever take anything to trial or anything. It's always settled. Why? Because they don't want litigation. Because when you get lit- litigation, you get depositions, yep. and you get discovery. And the NFL just wants to keep their business behind closed doors because we all know whether Dan Snyder, know, Dan Snyder knows everything or not, behind closed doors on every single one of those owners, there is bad, bad stuff. Well, I don't think you want to. If you're the other owners, I don't think you call us bluff. No. no. <laughs> I think you got to be careful yeah. here. Someone's got their finger on the red button. And, and, and this right. is why you know nukes never get launched is because the other side has them too. Yeah. And it's mutually assured destruction. But if one guy's going down and he's desperate, huh? You look at old uh, Pootler over there, Pootler. right? Well, that's what people are saying, man. If if he's on the verge of of going down, well, he's got nothing to lose, and that's the scariest time. Do you like locks? <laughs> Love them because we got them. Love them. Coming up next, Rop in the bank. Here's Rust. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Isaac and Souk are ready to predict this week's college and NFL outcomes with their usual laser-like accuracy. How about if I take your money and kick you in the balls three times? Is that a fair deal? A deep dive on the games that matter and some that don't. Football is football. Football's football. This is Roppin' the Bank with Isaac and Souk on 1080. Somebody's making money. The Fan. You know, it's really uncanny when a bad offense gets inside the five first and goal you just know they're not going to score yeah you know the field goal's coming like once that back line comes in you're like yeah here it comes yeah so the bears just got first and goal from the washington five and uh fields threw one off of bro's helmet and it went like eight miles up into the air and then a washington guy (laughs) caught it not even the field goal classic bears god bless justin fields i feel for him all right, uh, Big Zook, one and four last week. You are still up ten units though. Yeah, Good last season. Last week hurt though. Not gonna lie. Yeah, you had losses on um, Denver, uh, Green Bay, Miami. I got Skylar Thompson and Philly, uh, but you did win San Francisco. Yeah, uh, I went one, one, and one. Um, I'm still lamenting the Cleveland plus two push. That mm. pisses me off. But uh, the Saints covered Utah. I was on Utah. They did not, and that wasn't even close. Nope. Um, So I am still minus 12 units, but I am sticking with the process. I'm staying disciplined. My money management is strong. (laughs) It's all you can do. 
Um, I will tell you though, because I have I have to brag about something. Okay. Because my picks have not been good here. I'm 49 and 28 in my pick'em league. Ooh. Yeah. Not too I'm doing great. Shabby. But here, um, I just uh, I, like I said, I'm sticking with the process. Okay, fella. Okay. Um, so I'll start. I have four this week. I usually do three. I'm gonna go four because I'm so damn confident in my hot locks. I like it. I got so, like six. I'm, oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. So let's get let's get going. All right. Well, my so, first one, I, as I've already yes. said it, I got in Thursday night football. Carson Wentz in six Thursday night games in his career. Yes, that Carson Wentz. He has 1,400 yards. Uh, he's thrown 14 touchdowns and two picks, and more importantly, he is six and zero. Oh, and the Bears are god awful, and they just showed you why. It's a one-point spread here. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and take Washington. They win this game. So the, it's Washington minus one Yes, for uh, two units. Now, again, if you're just joining us this season, we're, we're going by units. Units. So that can be whatever unit you play, 100 yes. bucks, 50 bucks, 5 bucks, doesn't matter. But we each still have three 10-unit plays available that we can use throughout the season have, to try to catch up. not used one yet. Okay, so I will go with uh, – I told you one of these was coming and Rop in the bank, and it is. I have a five-unit uh, five play here on Kansas. I am taking Kansas plus nine at Oklahoma. I don't know what gives here. Do I need to even explain my logic here? <laughs> I mean, good grief. What is going on with this spread? Kansas has the number 18 scoring offense. Oklahoma in yardage, yards per game. They are 107th defensively. That backup quarterback for KU is fast. He can throw a little. Last year, let's look at last year. Lincoln Riley was still at OU, right? Yes. Kansas was terrible. They were one in five. And that score was 35 to 23. Kansas is getting nine here. Oklahoma has been struggling. Kansas is a good team this year. I'm sorry. I that may be a trap, and I may be regretting this, but five units, Kansas plus nine. Okay. Uh then I'll I, I normally don't go college, but you're given a college lock there. I'll go my college game here. I'll call my shot and I'll say that if if they announce, and they probably won't right before game time, but if Bryce Young doesn't play, I'm jacking this up to a five-unit play. I'm going to go two units because it's still kind of up in the air, will he, won't he. But I think even if he plays and he's banged up, I think Tennessee at home, they have not beaten Alabama, by the way, period, since 2006. If this tells you something, the iPhone wasn't invented yet. First iPhone came out in 2007. It's been a while. Um, number one song in the uh, the world, uh, Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake. It's been a while. Mm. Tennessee has a real team. They look real good. Alabama is shaky. If Milrow is their quarterback, I love this. If Bryce Young plays, I think it's more of a toss-up. But two units, and I'm getting seven points. I think this is a field goal game either way. I love this one. Give me Tennessee. Two-unit play. Uh, they beat Alabama. Okay, I'm going to the Big 12. Um, <clears throat> I... I'm going to look at Oklahoma State, uh, plus four, and they are playing at TCU now. The Horned Frogs defense against Kansas, uh, backup quarterback, by the way, last week, was less than stellar. Um, and Oklahoma State has the number six offense in the country. And look, I'm betting on a coach here. Mike Gundy against ranked teams since 2018 is 13-5-1 against the spread. Ooh. Oklahoma State is 10-1 against the spread. Their last 11 in the Big 12 regular season. I don't know why. But they are just flat-out undervalued. Mike Gundy is the best coach in the country that gets the least amount of credit. I do like TCU's offense with Duggar. Sonny Dykes has done a good job there. But the value here is Oklahoma State catching points. That should be a high-scoring game. I'll take the four, five units. Okay, they burned me, and they burned me bad last week. And that's the Green Bay Packers. Mm. 
Are you really going to do this? They Are you going to do this? They didn't score in the second half minus that stupid safety. But we do this every time with Green Bay, and we freak out. And we do the what's wrong with Matt LaFleur, what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers. You realize that in the Matt LaFleur tenure, and this isn't straight up, this is against the spread. They've lost 10 games since Matt LaFleur has been there. Would you care to guess what their record is the following week after a loss against the spread? Well, I'm going to go 10-0. and 10-0. Whoa. They bounce back. And the Jets are not good. I don't care what they did to the Dolphins and Skylar Thompson. I have faith in Aaron Rodgers. I have faith in Green Bay. They burned me with Green Bay or with the Giants. That one was a weird one in London. Did you see Matt LaFleur was coming out and saying that he was struggling, didn't even know what day it was and the time. I think that's a weird thing over there. Rodgers talked about the distractions. I think this is a team that, again, I thought last week they'd circle the wagons. They will circle it this week. I think they beat the Jets by 10. I'll lay the touchdown. Green Bay here, and I'm going five units. Ooh, this that's is my, seven and a half. It's seven and a half? Seven that's fine. This is my five, well, four units. I, okay. I, I didn't realize it was up to the hook. Yeah. When I got it, it was seven, but I'll go four units. I don't like that hook. Green Bay will beat the Jets by a touchdown. All right, I'm going to the NFL for my other two. Um, I will be going against one of the more overrated teams right now in the NFL, and that is Cincinnati. I'm going to take the Saints plus two at home against the Bengals. Uh, This is back-to-back road games for Cincy. They are not uh, good. They're just not good. Their offense is not good. They're struggling. Meanwhile, the Saints' defense was not great against Seattle, but uh, the Seahawks' offense is the number one offense in the league. With my man, Geno Smith. <laughs> Let Geno cook. So the Saints, D, they're going to get right at some point. I don't think it matters who's at quarterback for New Orleans. Winston, Dalton, Hill, it's pretty much the same with anyone back there. The Saints are at home and catching points. I'm betting against Cincinnati. I think this is good value on New Orleans. So I'll take them for five units. Okay. Well, you know, I like my 49ers. I like my Niners. They, they were the only team that uh, won for me last week. No team right now is battling more injuries than the San Francisco 49ers. Secondary is decimated. Bosa may or not play. He's battling a groin. They're beat up. They're on the road against an Atlanta team that is not particularly good. But when you look at their losses, 27-26 to New Orleans, 31-27 to the Rams, 21-15 against the Bucs. Those are their losses. They will battle to the end. They are competitive. And I'm getting five and a half. As beat up as San Francisco is, they're going to go in there. This is a field goal game. Atlanta is going to battle an injury-ravaged 49er team. I'm going to go ahead and grab this one for three units. The Falcons cover this number. This is a field goal game. I think there's great value in a beat-up Niner team having to go into Atlanta when Atlanta has been competitive in every single game. The uh, Falcons, by the way, 5-0 and against the spread so far. Yes. They're 5-0. and uh, That spread is at 5. Oh, down to five. Down to five. Okay. You want three units on that. Okay. I got three units on that. My last one, I'm going to be on Kansas City. I will take them. I'm going to double check it. Uh, plus. Yeah, it's still plus two and a half. I'll take the Chiefs against Buffalo. They are, um, look, they were, I think, looking ahead to this game last week, but they still won. The Bills are banged up. They have not really played a team this good. You know, that win over the Rams doesn't look as sexy now uh, that we're seeing L.A. struggle. Miami beat them. And everyone scores on Baltimore, and uh, Buffalo had trouble doing that. So uh, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes catching points are nails. They are 7-0-1, last eight against the spread as underdogs. Butker is back. Actually, that's a big deal. Their kicker is back. They're at home. Look, the Bills can't win them all. This is the toughest game on their schedule all season. They won't lose a ton, 
but this is the right spot for them with the injuries. Kansas City is going to take this, and I'm getting points. Kansas City will win outright. All right, I'm going to go a two. That's a five-star. That's a five-star. Okay, I'm going a two-unit play, and I'm going to, well, I'll go two two two-unit plays here. These are, uh, I I don't love these, but um, two units, and that is going to be the bubble will burst. These are my two bubble will burst games. One is the Ravens and the Giants. I love what the Giants are doing. Uh, Is this at five or five and a half right now? i got to look at the updated line. Do, do, do. I think it's at five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Baltimore favored. I love what the Giants are doing, but they're doing it with smoke and mirrors. They really are. And eventually that bubble will burst. They're not that good. And I do think Baltimore is better. Baltimore is having some mysterious collapses. Baltimore is a good team. And I think this is where the Giants bubble bursts. And I think the Ravens kind of roll in this one. And then my other one is, speaking of bubbles bursting, Assuming it's Cooper Rush, right? The Cowboys have won four in a row with Cooper Rush. And right now we're all thinking that Dallas is the greatest thing since sliced bread and we love him. And should Cooper be the, you know, the, the starting quarterback when Dak comes back? Have we, have we paid attention to who the Cowboys have beat so far and what these teams have in common? Uh, Cincinnati, New York, Washington, and the Rams. Four really bad offensive lines that have not been playing well. You're getting Philly now that I think is one of the two or three best teams. Last week, Philly's offensive line was a little beat up. Both of those guys should be back and actually came back in that game. I think the division game, it's on the road at Philly. I think, again, they get deflated. Uh, I think it's in Dallas. Uh, no. It's is at, it in Philly? It's at Philadelphia. Okay. And I think this is where some of that bubble gets burst. Spread six and a half. Six and a half. They're not going to be able to just sit there and pound the ball at Philadelphia. Some of Dallas's pass rush is going to be negated by a very good, some think the best offensive line in football in Philadelphia. And I think this is where Cooper Rush gets exposed by an actual complete team. I think Philly wins this one by a touchdown, but it's just a two-unit play in my bubbles going to burst game. All right, Souk, plus 10 units. He is on uh, Washington tonight, minus one for two. Tennessee in college, plus seven for two. Green Bay, minus seven and a half. Uh, they are taking on, uh, who are they taking on? What did you say? Oh, the Jets. The Jets. Uh, that is a four-unit play. Uh, by the way, Chicago, first and goal from the six. Uh, what do you suppose happens? They'll turn it over and miss a field goal. Um, what else? Atlanta plus five for, did you say three units there? They have three units on that. Against San Francisco. And then two-unit uh, plays on the Ravens and the Eagles. Baltimore minus five and a half for two and Philly minus six and a half for two. I've got four plays. Kansas plus nine for five. Oklahoma State uh, plus four for five. The Saints plus two for five. And Kansas City plus two and a half for five. Uh, all locks. Uh, what's trending next on the fan? Prime time with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Well, last time we were telling you, you know, like, Right before robbing the bank. Our last segment. Yeah. We were saying, hey, you know, isn't it funny how when a bad offense gets first and goal from the five, you know, they don't they don't score. Yeah. It's like you and you know it. Yeah, you know they're not gonna score. Yeah. Well the Bears uh did not score the first time. Remember I told you they, they, they threw, threw a pick threw a off pick. the helmet. <laughs> Bounced up an interception. Uh the Bears just got first and goal from the three. <laughs> and guess what happened? <laughs> they did they did not they score. Did, did not score. And the best part about well, they got stuffed on. It was it, they got to the one, and you were like, "Oh, they're, they'll, you got to go for it. They'll stuff it in." 
Not only did they not get in, but normally when you run like fullback dive, at least there's like a replay or whatever. No, wasn't even close. No. And the play before on third down, they ran a nice little kind of fake reverse thing, and Fields had his tight end. No one within three to four yards of him. And Justin Fields managed to overthrow a ball from the three-yard line to the corner of the end zone to a wide-open yeah. tight end. Yeah, he was wide open. I mean, wide it was six open. right there. Yes. And then they ran it twice for nothing, and then Fields scrambled for three yards or two yards. <laughs> yeah, to get to the so one, and then they, they went for it on fourth. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, your 2022 Chicago Bears. So, let me ask you this. If the Chicago Bears get the number one overall pick, which is really possible because they're supremely terrible, do they, and I'm, I'm being dead serious about this, do they pull an Arizona Cardinals and draft a quarterback? I think they do. Because, I mean, yeah. I, I said I, I don't blame Justin Fields because he's been given nothing. Don't they have new management too? I don't know if they have new management. Obviously, they, they hired a new coach. but I thought they hired a new GM. It's possible. Did, uh, did they just, I don't remember, did they just totally clean house? But they're, Justin Fields, who, again, hasn't been given a whole lot, has shown zero, and zero to lead you to believe that in any shape or form he is a franchise quarterback. Yeah, new GM in February of this year. Okay, so he, Poles, so, he did, guy. so he didn't draft Justin Fields. Is it possible that you just pull after two years, you just pull a, an Arizona and be like, look, I know we drafted Josh Rosen, but this, you know, you're not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. Because Justin Fields right now does not appear to be that guy. And if you're sitting there staring at C.J. Stroud, I don't know if you're the Bears, how you can say, well, we're just going to pass on a, a potential franchise quarterback if we love him because we have Justin Fields. I mean, even when he has protection, like some of the stuff he does, like that overthrow, that is one of that, that is an inexcusable play. It is an inexcusable play with a bad offense, and you have it first and goal, and you have a wide-open tight end off a clever play, and you not under pressure, no nothing. You plant your feet, and you overthrow a, a – Literally a, a seven yard out. I don't even know how that happens. Yeah, this guy was in the Kansas City organization. Yeah, he's young. Like I said, thirty six. Well, and so he's been in Kansas City the whole time. I think it's a real possibility that you just yeah, say he'll draft his own quarterback. You just say, look, sorry, man, but we'll get what we can. Give us a fourth or a fifth round pick for Fields, and someone else can use him as a reclamation project. And we're moving on. And you take, you know, whether it's Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Levis or someone, and, and you just you you restart. Because this this is going nowhere. I uh, <clears throat> I think, well, maybe here he comes back. Yeah, there's Rusty. I feel like Rusty just did like the clinched butt cheeks walk or slight run on the uh, on to the on, on bathroom. Out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he did, but now he's back, so maybe it wasn't that. No, I had to, I had to go let Demek in. Oh, oh, because okay. that would have been a very quick. That looked like a poop run. Yeah, <laughs> it happens to the best of us. The, the penguin. But that was a very, very fast. If if that was the case, that was a great waddle. Uh, and certainly, if it was a mistake, he wouldn't have had time to clean up. All right. Uh, by the way, Commanders Bears scoreless. <laughs> Still. This thing has like second quarter. This thing has six to three written all over it, it with a sure does. With, with some field goals. That it might sure be does. generous. Hey, just remember Carson Wentz six and zero oh on Thursday night games. Have faith. By the way, worst new nickname, uh, Commanders or Guardians? Yes. Oh yeah, I think equal. The, I think the the correct answer is is yes. There's just stuff that sounds like a professional team, and the Commanders and Guardians do not. It really does sound like, you know, when you watch like a bad like movie and, and they make up an NFL team, you know, like in Batman, you know, they had the Pittsburgh Steelers and Heinz Awards, but they couldn't use the Steelers. 
So they, they come up with like the Gotham. What, and that's what it sounds like. Uh, tonight, it's the Gotham Commanders versus the Cleveland Guardians in a vicious NFL cockfight. Yeah, it does. Doesn't that's it? what it sounds like. It's just a made up, like of all the stuff you can come up with. And that's the sad part is Cleveland had a great name sitting right there that the city would have embraced, which was Spiders. And it would have been a cool, uh, it would have been a cool logo. Everyone was on board with it. And you came up with the Guardians. And then Washington had like four that were pretty cool, right? People were on board with the, the Red Tails for the, 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 um, the, the, for the uh, golf course. <laughs> for the, the fighter pilots, the fighter pilot squad, and the African-American fighter squad uh, 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 squadron. Going back to like you wanted, like they said that they wanted some sort of kind of like military thing. You had that. People were on board with Red Wolves. People were on board with Red Hogs, and that would have been harkening back to my the, the tradition of the, the, the Hogs for the, the old Washington Redskins. And, again, you could add a sweet, like, Razorback type of logo there like Arkansas does. I mean, you had winners right there. And what did you come up with? Something that – or just keep it Washington football team, which people thought was pretty cool. And the logo basically is just that. It's the, was the, it's the same one now when they were doing the Washington football team. And what did they – the Commanders – my God. All right. Uh, Watchdogs over the Metropolitans. <laughs> <laughs> the commies. I like that short. I like calling them the commies. Exactly. Though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote uh, Guardians a, just a touch worse than Commanders, if I may. Yeah. Only because Commanders, because of the D.C., you know, the uh, military thing. Like, I, I, I kind of get that. The Guardians thing is dumb. Yeah, and that's off of the bridge. Yeah, that bridge thing that they have, but yeah, uh, that no one thinks. No is one cool. cares. No yeah. one. No, it's Cleveland. No one in Cleveland thinks it's cool. Yeah. All right. How to not cheat at a fishing tournament? That's in the club next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.